one friend tell them to build some thick skin by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast. Hedge is gone. Where's Hedge? He he left me. I don't I don't know where he, where's he at. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, technical technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Casuals of Runeterra, episode 91. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hedge. What's going on? We're back. We did it. We survived. <laughs> and we survived another week. <laughs> it's funny because, like, always saying we're back, I mean, obviously we wouldn't be back if we didn't record an episode, so it's almost like it's, it's redundant, right? <laughs> it's well, obvious we're here. I, I mean, you say it's obvious, but, I mean, that's like a week Without hearing our beautiful voices. That is true. Anything so then, can happen in a week. A- anything could happen in a week. So guess what? Yeah. We're back. We're back. <laughs> um, and we're back with housekeeping first, because that's... <laughs> you should know by now. It's been over 100 hours, all right? <laughs> you can listen to us everywhere. Um, you can send an email to us at podcastcore.gmail.com. Visit us at podcastcore.com for all of our info. And then follow us on whatever platform you prefer uh, or all the platforms because that will help us with discovery. So we appreciate that. Leave a like, comment, a short review. Uh, we like to hear back from you. Uh, but the easiest way, one friend, tell them to build some thick skin by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast. Hedge is gone. Where's Hedge? He he left me. I don't I don't know where he, where's he at. Sorry sorry sorry. Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, technical technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here, but Go ahead. It, it, it's fine. The technical difficulties, you know, barred barred me from you know my frustration with your your intros, the puns. Like, I wasn't ready to clap back this week. Now you got me. I I've literally done at least a hundred puns at this point. That's insane <laughs> to think about per episode. Oh, uh, so good though. All right, uh, all right, but yeah, but yeah, like we're, we're we're talking about Kaisa today. Um, th- this has been one that we've kind of put off for a little bit, uh, and. It's one that I'm really excited to get into, especially since uh, we have talked about The Void before, um, and there's way too many episodes to say to go back and listen to. Uh, I guess, like, just to keep it simple, we'll say, like, Zillion and uh, Rek'Sai, uh, so that way, you know, like, it's staying in the same region as far as a card game for the cards that we're going to talk about, but... Uh, Overall, yeah, you know, like there's there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff come with the void because it's yeah. the, it uh if you've listened to those episodes and we'll touch on it a little bit going over Kaisa, the void is all consuming. So none of Runeterra is safe, even though this is mostly talk about Shariman cards. Um yeah. but In our, our Rexide episode, one of our most popular episodes for whatever reason. So either people really like the void content in that 
or there's some mysterious sexual thing there. Well, but we'll leave those two options on the table. You pick what pill you want to take. I mean, Big Mama Rexide <laughs> did get a dumpy seal of approval. So, <laughs> it's you true. Know. We did give her a dumpy seal of approval. So, you know, like, just... You take, take you believe what you want, you know. Believe what you want, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like let's let's talk about these cards because that's really what connects us uh, as far as to this story. Uh, and we're gonna start off with a spell, and I, I I'm I'm gonna be kind of brutally honest with this as far as with the start the spells when they released kaisa really lackluster <laughs> so yeah. uh sorry this one's gonna be quick uh so this is void seeker so void seeker is a one mana slow speed spell and it is deal one to a follower if you have evolved deal three to a unit instead so uh evolved when and when you're looking at any cards that have the kaisa synergy including kaisa herself uh that is the new keyword that came out with the kaisa block and with that keyword if you have controlled units that have had six different keywords you will trigger evolved and evolved just gives a unit with evolved plus three plus three. Um, in the case of this spell, instead of since it's a spell and not a unit, uh, it's going to buff the damage to three instead of one and you can target a unit. So with this, uh, if you've evolved, you can actually target a champion. Um, with, so having like a little bit of like flexibility on cards is really cool. Uh, but this is like fake flexibility because yeah. it's not really flexible. Uh, it's like, oh, no, you can have flexibility if you jump through hoops, uh, which at that point, if you're jumping through hoops, you should probably have something better. <laughs> yeah, it makes you work for it to try to avoid an overpower uh, scaling issue. But unfortunately, it also restricts in, yeah. in, a, in a way. Right. Mm -hmm. And as far as like with the spells on Kaisa that came with the Kaisa block, again, like they're all kind of boring. But the flavor text is one of the things that is nice here because we love that kind of stuff. And the flavor text really does a good job of connecting uh, the spells from the card game back to Kaisa, the character from League of Legends, um, because like the flavor text on this one is just hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> like and. <laughs> And like if you've played against Kai if you played as Kaisa or against Kaisa in League of Legends, uh she is very quippy. Yep. And very snappy. Like, uh, you know, you, you get a kill and it's like that's one down, and then she's literally starts counting. Like she keeps up with her own body count in game, and it, like the dialogue on these cards is no different. Like she's very much a quippy little girl. <laughs> yeah, which which is interesting and Towards the end of the episode, we'll get into some discussion elements about some of the community's views on Kaisa's origin versus her personality and how there's a disconnect. But one thing that is a disconnect that we want to make sure, because we've done so much Star Guardian content, go listen to all of it if you're a mad person. But which we are. Like we mentioned in our last Ari episode, this is the same thing. This is not the same character, right? They're different from their Star Guardian counterpart. Unlike like Misfortune is very close to Sarah. Um, in her representation, but this one, no. 
No, no, absolutely not. Uh, I would even argue that like misfortune's not that close. Lux, Lux okay. fits. Yeah, Lux, Lux is pretty fits. close. That, that, yeah, and misfortune does one. misfortune does not strike me as someone that could empathize with Lux in the world of <laughs> Room Terra, only in the world of Star Guardians. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that's going to take us over to our follower. And okay, I I kind of picked a boring follower out of the options, but it's because of the world built around all of the followers. And I know we've said this a lot in the most recent episodes, go look at all of these cards that came out with Kaisa. Uh, Cause they act like they build a story uh, yeah. very similar to the cards that we had dropped for like rumble. Um, and so Voidling is going to be the follower we're going with today. Voidling is a one mana one, one with evolve. And while in hand, I have a random keyword that changes each round. When I'm summoned, grant me this keyword. So whenever the card is sitting in your hand, you it's going to have a keyword on it. And then when that round is over, that keyword's going to switch to something else. You have no control over what the keyword's going to be. But uh, this card is definitely a staple in the Kaisa decks because it gives you access to keywords that's very hard to build around in the regions that you want to play. And it's also, you know, a one drop. Like if you're going up against an aggro deck, you need blockers. So uh, very much a something that needs to be there. Yada, yada, yada. The flavor and the art <laughs> on this card yeah. and all of the void cards that came out with Kaisa is so good. And the, it's the reason I picked this card here is uh, so the flavor text starts telling a story of what's happening in the art. All right, and it's just starting from the top. Darna remembered throwing open the windows that morning and smelling the freshly back, freshly, blah, 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 freshly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, was, and smelling the freshly baked loaves. Oh God, that was stressful. All right. <laughs> Down the way, fishermen had already begun hauling the day's catch up to the noon markets. She remembered smiling, thinking it would be a fine day. All right. That is the flavor text on the Voidling card. <laughs> and if you open up the full art of the card for the Voidling, it is not a fine day. <laughs> it is not a fine day. And as far as like the all of the cards that came out with it, it's uh, the art is mirrored by the flavor text on each card. And it's telling out a story of a small town in Sharima or a village uh, called, I, I want to say Bevelin. Um, and it's following the events of Bevelin while they get invaded by the void yeah and the it's very this is also very interesting because some of the cards are void hunters uh which we have not talked a lot about void hunters on here before but they've been around uh in the in runeterra for a long time because cassadin and malzahar are some of like og characters and they're void hunters and but like there is more void hunters that came out with the kaisa block and they are in bevlin fighting the void and so the, 
the the stories with the flavor text is following what's happening that day. It's telling us more about some of these uh, Void Hunters that we're seeing for the first time on the cards. And the art basically all goes together because it's all in the same town square. So it's just a bunch of really cool art that's putting together one big picture of total annihilation for this poor little village. <laughs> yeah, and they're in this specific art for the Voidling as well. Uh, Kaisa has a Where's Waldo moment. So t- open it up and see if you can find her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Can we make a book? Where's Kaisa? <laughs> I, we, I, I, it's bestseller, dude. Yeah, I mean, listen, like I said, Ryan, reach out, man. We're, <laughs> we're just chilling. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, and you know, you can come chill with us. You can yeah. come chill with us. We all we want is like a little bit of credit. That's that's all yeah. we really want. Five percent minimum. But you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Pennies on the dollar. But let's let's talk about Kaiso. Let's finally <laughs> do it. Uh, the title of this episode: Curse of the Spawn. So that's a shout out for you, comic book fans that are familiar with the Image comic, one of their best sellers, uh, Spawn. Uh, from the man taught himself. Anyways, uh, Curse of the Spawn. Her the reason we chose that title is because it's a very close representation of that experience uh, for the origin of Spawn. Uh, but warning, warning! This is not a test. This is not a test. We repeat, this is not a test. Kaisa is not a street urchin. <laughs> I know, surprising. Thank know. you, God. All right. Do you know how <laughs> like? Like we would have, because Kaisa's Kaisa's a cool character. She has a yeah. lot of cool stories. Do you know how awful it would have been if just like, okay, let's um, let's sell the street urchin bit so we could get to the fun parts. <laughs> like, thank God if, we don't have to do that. If this story didn't come out years ago and it was after our show, we would definitely have claim that Riot's listening <laughs> because yes, it's stated 100%. in the story that she's not a street urchin, like. It's making it clear that she's just an ordinary girl from an ordinary family with loving parents in the suburbs of Sharima. Excellent. Thank you. You know what? Not everybody needs to be an orphan pickpocket. <laughs> exactly. Um, but her story is just as tragic as any young child. So, Spoilers. <laughs> I know, right? So when Kaisa's 10, there's a certain dark practice and events start going on as the void starts to creep around. And this is around Sharima and mainly near her village. And the parents of these children urge them to, you know, be aware of their surroundings at all time, try to avoid any of these areas, because what the townsfolks are doing is they have these sacrificial areas where they're doing tributes, dances, etc., and treating the void as if it's some kind of entity slash God to be satisfied. Well, one day these kids are playing around. They see a pen of sacrificial goats that are planned to be sacrificed. And these are brought in by nomads. So her friends decide to set them free, thinking it's harmless, good deed, right? Kids love animals. That's just how that works. Uh, And then the ground beneath them begins to shake. And, you know, as we talked about in our Lissandra episode, Rexi episode, yeah. Zillion episode, <laughs> and every Bilgewater episode, if stuff is happening below you, it can only be good things, right? <laughs> it's a wellspring about to sprout you into the sky to the gods. You know, and that is what happened in the Azir episode, so <laughs> we got it. <laughs> 
And this is Shariba, right? So it's another, it's another, it's another spring of life. Oh, Hatch hit the nail on the head. The void has awakened. All right. So tune in next time. <laughs> so yeah, the void pretty much stretches his arm, has a cup of coffee, and swallows her whole village and everyone in it. And she can kind of hear the cries as everything's descending into this dark tomb, essentially, um, of, you know, this cavernous space. People injured, helpful or helpless, crying for help. And this goes on for days. And after three days, the screams stop. The crying stops. It's silent. It's dark. And she remains alone in this darkness. All hope's gone. Senses being being lost. And she decides, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to head deeper down to this despair. Uh, because she's a shell of a person at this point, um, at the age of 10 years old. Like, but also, like, I think it's a combination of, like, being a shell and also just, like, a bit of badass. Because, yeah. like, it's, especially since it was, like, the way that it's written out here is that the sounds just stop right like it's not really like a thing of like you can hear the voice like voices of other survivors and then you can hear their voices being cut off it's more like you know the voices just stop so it's yeah. a sound of like you know people slowly dying or just having given up uh and so kaisa is just like well no screw that i i'm not gonna give up I like I like I'm not going to do that. I'm so if I'm going to die like everybody else around me has just died, I might as well go deeper and figure out what where I'm going to die. Exactly. So I, I I like to think of it as a bit more just like, you know, not not just walking down as just like, oh, woe is me. <laughs> like she She's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to go deeper and figure out what in the hell just killed all of my loved ones. Yeah, and she, as she's doing this, she's surviving on, like, rotten scrap. She's finding empty water skins uh, because, remember, the village fell into this pit, right? So there's stuff there. Uh, it's just like a ruined city uh, just now underground. And all this, you know, substance or sustenance obviously brings back her senses to the point to where she remembers, oh, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm scared of shit. This is a terrifying experience. I'm no longer hungry, but now I'm scared. Uh, and she's trading off the two, and then there are skittering creatures. And she encounters one her size and immediately goes back into survival mode. Uh, she has a little blade on her, and she, you know, puts hands towards this demon or creature, or we'll talk about what they are later. Uh, but she's like, run the fade, and they tumble deeper and deeper into this abyss as they're fighting. I, and again, like, this is just more of like, you know, kind of being a badass, or at least like giving into the instinct like giving into the instinct of survival and it, it i do like here as far as like with her you know like deciding to throw hands we also get uh call outs as far as to this blade being from her father so it when she her and her friend released the goats it was this gift from her father that she used to cut the goats free and now it's a gift from her father that she is using to, you know, defend herself. So and that kind of has, you know, a bit more of like an Irelia vibe of, you know, this fair, almost like a family heirloom that is, you know, like now it's becoming a symbol of survival. But uh, in Kaisa's case, I love that they are kind of giving a tip to the hat to that because for a lot of old school League of Legends players, we want Kaisa to be Cassidy's daughter because Cassidy is just 
that's that's all Cassidy does is just try to avenge his family. Yep. And it's like, you know, just just make at least one member of his family alive. <laughs> like Riot, please, please. <laughs> this man has suffered enough. <laughs> If yeah. if Cinna can come back, <laughs> so can Cassidy's daughter. Okay. Yep. Yep. Listen, we're pleading, we're begging on our knees, groveling. Please. <laughs> so, upon killing this creature, she's now deeper in the abyss, and she notices that part of its shell has attached to her skin. And obviously, she panics because um, she's still in that you know adrenaline rush mode, and she's trying to break it with her blade. She ends up breaking her blade trying to remove it still attached to her, and then a larger beast arrives. So this is just the intermission between bosses, right? Boss A, boss B, and boss B probably has three phases. So she notices, okay, well, I'm fighting this thing. I still have blood. My blood's pumping. And the new shield she has is helping her because it's basically like a piece of armor now attached to her body. And we get a little bit of flash forward as she's getting older over time, the new skin is growing as well. Uh, and it makes her more confident. And now she kind of has this plan instead of just, you know, surviving, it's I'm going to fight, I'm going to survive, and I'm going to return and return with a vengeance. And, and I absolutely adore that comparison of just like, yeah, the you know, boss A to boss B. Yeah. Uh, because it's, you know, Kaisa, I, I did not think of it that way. And now I can think of it as Kaisa being the the main character of Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, like I, I walked into the wrong area. Uh, I got this badass shield yeah. that I shouldn't have yet. Uh, but this thing's about to destroy me. I need to run for my life until I can come back and kill everything. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, and but like the the way that it's written here is just like is the perfect way to sum it up. Uh, this one little uh, passage here, which is now she had more than uh, more than hope. She had a plan. Fight hard. Stay alive. Find a way back. And. I, it, it's simple. But yeah, like it, it, it's simple, but it like, you know, not every story needs to have like elegance and, and thrills, yeah. you know, like it, she's had enough thrills. She literally fell into this chasm that ate her entire village is the last person of her village. And now the plan is just, get out <laughs> yeah. like that's it that's it we don't we don't need to like put any like cherry on top or anything like that kais is a cherry on top that I mean, we got it yeah and then the rest of the story is essentially the text on the back of the vhs release where it says 10 years later <laughs> she was the protector living in the margins between two worlds she went from prey to predator protecting sharima villages from their own from the fate of her own village battling the void where others fear to go she was no longer kaisa and like bankai she was kaisa <laughs> Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to? It's close enough. All right, I took liberties. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, the, for the audience that can't see this, you know, yes, he did grab a replica, uh, a replica katana that is Ichigo's bankai, <laughs> and dropped it like he was, you know, dropped it like he, he was doing, you know, like the bankai animation for the <laughs> Get out. Get out. That's canon now. 
So let's talk about the card, obviously. Which, once again, you know, it's all right. Uh, it a decent I love job. this card. No, yeah, I, we'll, I love this card. I don't think it's just all right. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll it's talk fun. About, we'll talk it's about fun. It. So five cost, four, four. Pretty standard. Quick attack, because everything has to have it, uh, and then evolved. And when I'm summoned or round start, if you have the attack token, create a second skin in hand, level up when you've evolved. Uh, and then second skin uh, grants an a- or allied Kaisas everywhere another ally's positive keyword. So obviously keywords play into evolved, right? Uh, and the second skin is a zero mm-hmm. cost fleeting slow spell. Um, use it or lose it, baby. Use it or lose it, baby. And long gone are the day to f- the days of focus speed. Um, <laughs> oh boy, th- th- this card was kind of a little a little rough when it was focus speed as far as the second skin. Um, uh, but the flip side of the card is that Kaisa becomes a uh, still a four four with evolved and quick attack, and then. But since it's evolved, you know, and she has to evolve to level up, it's actually 7-7 seven, seven instead of the 4-4. Four, four. And uh, still create the second skin like normal. And then when you attack, deal one for each positive keyword I have to enemies or the enemy nexus. And it starts with the lowest health unit first. Yep. Um, uh, so, like, the card is cool because it... it I, I enjoy cards like this where, you know, you're kind of playing like a mini game, right? Because the mini game is getting all these keywords out and then, you know, you get this massive payoff for being able to have all these different keywords in play. And that's why I think it's fun. And I do think that it is, you know, fairly good if you get the right combinations of stuff. But yeah. uh, I do, I will, I will agree with you that it's not, that it's just all right in the grand scope of things because it's no Pantheon. Yeah. Um, And, and that's because Pantheon, unlike every other champion, doesn't have quick attack. Yeah. He has overwhelm. And that means a lot. <laughs> like <laughs> overwhelm is an important keyword yeah. when you are, you know, basically buffing up one unit to unreachable heights. Yeah. And uh, listen, we understand you're like, why? How dare you mention Pantheon and not talk about it? It's coming. All right. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there when we are ready. <laughs> but Kaiser's flavor on these cards is great because it's essentially. Um, just giving you a look into, like Hetch mentioned, all the art is connected with her release, right? So it's this one single event happening that they're kind of referencing. So we have just a few days prior, Kaisa noticed her second skin bristling with new excitement, pulling her with ever-increasing vigor towards the Shuriman coast. Something was wrong. And as Kaisa neared Belveth, that's a name drop. She soon realized the scale of the horror unfolding before her. And then on the flip side, we have Kaisa worked as fast as she could. Another salvo tore through another abomination, sending it crashing to the ground. She had learned how to fight the void long ago. But these creatures, they were different. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, how could they be any? Like, whoa, they're changing. They're evolving too. Oh, no. What does that mean for Runeterra? You'll have to stay tuned to find out. 
<laughs> Next week on the Casuals of Runeterra. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of the episode. We just kind of want to talk a bit about what we mentioned previously about Kaisa's lore versus her personality. So a lot of people have said that you're 10 years old, your village is swallowed by the ground, and then you grow up for the same amount of time, uh, underground, isolated, you know, with these creatures. Do you come out of it essentially a superhero figure who can socialize normally and can do quips and all this? Like, does it fit the character? Oh, also, are you a beautiful woman or do you age beautifully and have just like, oh, you never were underground. You just are a Power Ranger at this point. Like, that's kind of the discussion that's gone on for years about her character and how it's kind of disconnected. Uh, so, Hedge, how do you feel about all that? All right. So, so first and foremost, yeah. with the beautiful comment, all right, uh, I'm just going to name drop one other piece of media and just end it there. Princess Mononoke. <laughs> And there you go. That's all you really need to know. Um, I, I mean, I, like as far as far as like the, I think there's a cup. There's a bit of like the official art where you know Kaisik does look like you know she. It looks like she had to put her face on before she came out of the void. Yeah. Like, there's, like especially on the like the front side of her card, she she does look like somebody that put her face on before she got on. So yeah. I get that, like that bit of criticism, like a little bit, but also it's a video game. Calm down, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now. As far as the quips and everything, I I think that hers is like kind of done in a decent balance mm -hmm. because she's not it's she doesn't have like Spider-Man levels of quipping. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, she's not over here just trying like to rip these the voidlings a new one on like a new one and then everybody on social media is going to start using you know like her catchphrases yeah. and the way that she digs into these guys no she's just you know talking smack and of course she's going to be talking smack she was a 10 year old in basically in hell fighting for her life all by herself who else is she going to talk to? Yeah. Like you're, if you're alone for long enough, you're going to kind of be talking to yourself yeah. and carrying conversations in your own head. So like, I, I think they did a good enough job of her being like, haha, take that, but not being overly campy. Okay. Uh, but I, so I can get that. And I think, and this makes me mad mm -hmm. at a lot of people. This makes me mad at a lot of people uh -oh. that I do think this very truly. I don't think that people would be having this kind of conversation about her quipping and the like mismatching of her character mm -hmm. if she was an orphan street urchin. <laughs> like I feel we come full I circle like, on Casuals of Runeterra, baby. That's yeah, what we do. I, I, feel, I feel like if her origin story was her as a like a street urchin, that people would be like, oh, well, that's why, you know, she's, you know, that's why she has such smart ass remarks. Yeah is because she's a orphan and toughened by the streets. And really everybody just needs to get over that whole story arc. Yeah. Get over it. People can be smart asses and still have a loving home. Yeah. Okay. Like, this. so <laughs> just, just drop it, let it go. But I, I, I do think that they did a good job of not making it too over the top comedic. Yeah. And so that way it's it does feel a little bit believable. Um and it's, it's more of she's maintained her childlike 
wonderment um, because she's had nowhere else to apply the growth that destroys our childhood. Well, I mean, in a way she's lost her childhood, but she's still that person. So if she, and we'll talk more about this in the the leading story. So the next episode where we'll be able to give more context on why we believe this, but and and a lot, a lot of losing like the child, that childlike manner in your, in your words and mannerisms is curbed by human society. And she had no human society. Yep. She only had voidlings and and death. <laughs> that's that's all she had. So so yeah, of course no one's going to be there to be like, hey, you shouldn't you shouldn't say smart ass remarks when you kill a creature. <laughs> <laughs> well on that dark note, we've had a fun time again, as always talking about Kaisa uh, but as always thanks for listening and we'll be back soon with the next episode yeah take care everybody